0: and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now wherever you get your podcasts. Hi,
2: baby.
0: Hello, my love. Uh, ready to talk about some sex?
2: You betcha. All
0: right, sweet. Let's do it. <clears throat> How are you? Um, I am... I'm... Oh, so-so. Oh, so-so? I'm oh, so-so.
2: <laughs> I don't know, I'm
0: flying to Toronto today. I've got a lot of shit that I gotta do. Yeah. And... Um, the next week is just going to be, like, kind of f- fucking crazy. And I I feel like I might be getting sick, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, And, uh, yeah.
2: Okay. Eat There's some-, some other
0: shit, but, like, yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just like, I got a lot on my mind.
2: Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm glad you told me that because I was thinking... That you were upset at me for something.
0: No, I'm not upset at you at all. No, no.
2: You're just, you got a lot to do.
0: Just a lot to do. Yeah. Yeah, a lot to do. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Yeah. And I, like, I always, I've been, <clears throat> the whole like traveling a lot for work is, um, there's, I love it and I hate it all at the exact same time. Right. Right. When I get there, I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, I'm in Toronto. Yay! I got friends here. This is gonna be great."
2: Yeah. <clears throat>
0: but also, like, there's not a lot of time to see my friends, and mm-hmm. and there's there's like all of these things that I gotta prep for. It's like sometimes I go and I've got one gig, and that's all I have to focus on. But I'm going, and I have three separate gigs, two speaking events, one like hosting ev- hosting an event. Recording somebody else's podcast, recording Sick Boy, and and trying to, like, record with somebody else to do them a favor kind of thing. Wow. And it's just, like, over four days. And then coming straight home for the podcast summit. Yeah. Like, literally, sh- like, fly in, land, mm-hmm. and go straight to the summit. So,
2: you have a heavy work week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, and-
2: those stresses you're talking about with the travel, that... that- That's like a, that is stressful. That is a certain amount of stress, positive end. Totally.
0: But also I I understand that like, you know, I, I don't, I'm not, I don't work a fucking job where I have to go sit at a desk from nine to five every day and like want to, you know, put a gun in my mouth. So yeah, I, yeah, this is, this is all you're grateful. I'm grateful for your job. I shouldn't be complaining.
2: No, no. But I mean, yeah. You know. it's okay to talk about things that stress us out. Sometimes that just helps. Yeah. You know, when it's all in your head mm-hmm. and then you say it out loud and you're like, Okay, I like yeah. I can do this. Yeah. This is manageable.
0: But I had a really great weekend. I had some wild, wicked, great sex Good. this weekend. So that kinda helped. I think that like, you know, that just sort of sort of primed me to get me through the work week.
2: hmm That's great.
0: Yeah, good sex is really important, I think, to like keep me sane.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I was just feeling today like my libido is like non existent at the moment because right. this last week has been I found really stressful for me. And I'm and that's what happens to me when I get stressed, is like I kind of shut down beyond like from my neck down. You know, I'm just like getting the things done, trying to get the Things off my list so that I can like focus on feeling good and mm-hmm. like getting exercise and eating well and you know. I gotta get some more balance right now, I think. I
0: think I'm the, I think I'm the opposite. I think I, I think my libido jacks up when I start to get stressed. Yeah,
2: well it's a good stress release for sure when you when you do it. Yeah. When you lean into it.
0: Yeah. And we had we had a nice little fight over the weekend too. That was fun. You and I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say you and I had a fight. I I would say, to I, be honest, I would say you fucked up, and I called you out on it.
2: Okay, sure, yeah.
0: And then, but the, but you were also dealing with some other shit that was making you bummed out, and so it was a lot for you. And then I had to pull back.
2: Okay, well, let me give my story. Then um, I totally I don't want to be defensive. I, it's been brought to my attention that I I'm defensive, and so it's I brought to your <laughs>
0: attention.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and and I don't want to be defensive, but you know I don't think I'm selfish very often. And yep. I wanted something. I wanted to go do this thing all together. And I, you know, tried to organ- I tried to organize. You needed a DD. I thought that's why you asked if I we could, wanted to carpool. Yeah, I kind of needed. And one, then yeah. and then on the other side of things, you know, it's just like everybody had needs. That weren't being met. And I was like, my need is to not care about other people's needs right now.
0: <laughs> I wasn't being needy, though. Look, 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 look. Because I feel like I know you don't want to get into like the particulars of like who and what and where. Because, because you just don't. But I also have to say, um, you can't just say that because then it just sounds like, like it if my side needs to be put out there so it doesn't sound like I'm the fucking asshole here. Let's <laughs> say that you're an asshole, but um the so the idea was that we were going to go we were going to go across to Dartmouth to go see our friend Fraser play. Uh, um he was playing a little set at this cute little brewery over on the other side and uh on the other side of the bridge. And it was going to be a group of us going and you had um, suggested carpooling, and I was like, that's great. Because I
2: did not suggest carpooling. You did. Sorry, I didn't mean to no, interrupt No, I did
0: not. I said, you said, look, I'm not going to be out late. I'm going to probably be home by like 10. So like, you know, I, we probably can't DD. I can't DD because I'm leaving early. Because you were assuming, I think, that I wanted to be out late, late, mm-hmm. late. And I said, well, I got to be back to Halifax by 10, like earlier than 10 anyway. So if you want to drive, if you want a DD, that'd be great. And you were like, wonderful. And then I was like, okay, perfect. But, this is a perfect plan.
2: But something happened right before that part of the story. That I don't, that I don't know about? No, that you do know about because you suggested we all take the same car.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. And then yeah.
2: I, I assumed that that meant that you wanted to DD. A two DD. I didn't think carpooling was necessarily like the best idea
0: sure right well anyway although, whatever
2: although <laughs> after we figured out that that's what we were gonna do i was like i like this idea
0: yeah i, th- I, th- I thought want- you were i thought you were into it
2: i was into it i was into it
0: so then but here's the thing you're here at our house and i'm over at becca's mm-hmm. so i'm like we'll be over in a minute mm-hmm. in a minute where we take a little bit longer because becca was like oh i didn't know so i have to get ready so she's like Putting her, putting her face on, Ugh, getting oh, okay. dressed.
2: I have been Ugh. your partner in moments of being like, you're you going to be ready to go in five minutes? I'm like, no.
0: Okay, anyway, whatever. She knew we were supposed to be leaving, so I, I kind of gave her the gears. I was like, come on, man, what the fuck? Because Brady's waiting on us. So we get here. We finally get here, and you're not here, but my roommate, our roommate, yeah. is like, oh, Brady just went out um, to get food. And I was like, oh, okay. So we like wait, and we wait, and uh, we wait. And then I text, and I'm like...
2: But I texted yeah, you.
0: Uh, well, I didn't look at my phone. Oh, and okay. then I pick up my phone to text you. I'm like, yo, yeah, where are you? And you're like, I'm at Bre- I am at the brewery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the
2: fucking fuck, dude? Because you didn't so see the text. I
0: know. Okay, I didn't see the text, but <clears throat> you could
2: have called me. You could have let me know. I didn't know. So then I got... I should have m- called. Always call. Guys, girls, theys, Don't. thems. Let's not just... <sighs> Get into complicated... Don't leave it to text. ...organization to and text here, messages.
0: Here's why I was angry at you. Because <laughs> you never told me. It felt like you never told me. Sure, you sent a text, but you sent a text a little later. But anyway, you didn't tell me <laughs> that you were leaving. And so I was sitting here waiting, thinking you were coming back. And yeah. then I was like, man, I don't even want to go over to Dartmouth. I was really, I was really, really angry.
2: Yeah.
0: And then I was in the car and I was driving and I was using that new Apple CarPlay and I was like... Yelling at Siri What I wanted to say to you <laughs> And I was like "Ah!" And, and Becca's like Holy fuck man Jeremy's pissed And then I, I was like I, would like I was just You know I was like What Why wouldn't you tell us You were going <laughs> We've been wet like, like I was just I was so I was is a <laughs> Oh sorry <laughs> I was so annoyed And so but then I get a text before I can send mine. I get a text from you, and it's how upset you are because all these things have kind of shattered around you. Because I'm not the only one who's mad at you. Because you've also gotten a fight with somebody else that you were with. So I read that and I go, "Well, I can't shout at her for being angry because she just fuck. You just were overwhelmed." although I, in my mind you fucked up on my end mm-hmm. you were also overwhelmed and there was a lot going on so I was like I'm gonna call her I'm not gonna text her I'm gonna do the thing that we should all just been doing this whole time I called you
2: <laughs> and I went and, and you, this you, is you, how I answered you, Jeremy my phone's at 6% it's gonna die any second
0: and I go I hear 6% and I go that's plenty of time and then click <laughs> and I go that fucking bitch <laughs> <laughs> she fucking hung up on me So I call again, it goes straight to voicemail. I go, all right, maybe her phone did die. It died. Because your phone
2: sucks.
0: 6%. That should have lasted a good 10
2: minutes.
0: (laughs) So then I was like, whatever, fuck it. Let's just go and have a good time. But I was a bit sour once I got there.
2: Well, while you were, when you called me, (laughs) I had left the, the bar that I had been at waiting for you. And, um, I because was like, the bar
0: was packed with a bunch of people a bunch of mutual friends that we have and you're just sitting at the bar crying
2: <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't crying at this point but I was very 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 close and I was like <laughs> I need I am not gonna fucking sit here and just see what happens because my phone's dead I don't know if any I'm alone I don't know if anyone's coming and so I was just like I can't sit here and cry I'm gonna go for a walk so I, I got that phone call from you when i was like halfway down the block and i was like sort of being like really spiteful in my own anger too and just being like i'm just gonna walk back to halifax i'm just gonna walk back oh my god you know who that is that's my dad
0: yeah totally that is your dad that is your dad through Mm -hmm. and through
2: anyway it's been an emotional week i don't know it's been a really vulnerable week honestly and i was just like reflecting on this because i did like two really like felt really scary to me things this week and i feel really vulnerable like it just drains you kind of yeah like you know
0: what did you do you did your workshop you had like a pretty successful workshop
2: yeah that was a fun little workshop
0: saw some people posting on social media
2: Mm. oh yeah last night was a or sunday night when this comes out um yeah, I I didn't I couldn't sleep until like two o'clock this morning. I was like vibrating from really? just like coming down from that feeling of like vulnerability. Like basically just sequenced my own practice and was like, here is a here is a yoga like voice practice, and it was really loud and I think and really amazing. This was the thing powerful. you did with Britt. Yeah. Okay. Um, and there were some other teachers there and. You know there was just like a lot of things to juggle and I had been pr- I had been doing the practice all day. So I was already like 4 hours deep into like chanting and sighing and making all kinds of noise. And then and then I just didn't come down. I feel like I'm still feeling it and I got to reach out and like check on people I think cuz I think people were I think people got like some You know when you do a lot of rock people up or what? I think so. Maybe a couple of people just like that kind of deep breath, just inducing maybe a little bit of anxiety for some people. I mean, it's all fine. I don't think I fucked anybody up, but you know, just maybe a check in might be good. But I'm feeling it today. Like how it's just raw. It just feels like very alive and raw to like Mm. vibrate like that for. Mm -hmm seven hours yeah right and then the day before that i taught a like a way a way less like stressful um but new workshop something i would never taught before rolling around on tennis balls and i really feel like there's a connection i don't like looping yoga in with the voice stuff when it comes to or yoga in with the sex stuff but i really feel like I'll, if this, i mean you're just, using
0: balls what's
2: that you, just,
0: you're using balls
2: yeah exactly
0: so easy to link
2: Endless balls, endless ball jokes. Oh my god, take your balls to the wall, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, roll, breathe into your balls. (laughs) (sighs) Oh man, but it was really fun, and it was also big, like vocal releasing, like really quite noisy and vulnerable. Mm. Just imagine if you had to go, like, sing in front of one of your audiences when you're public speaking, like, you have to sing a song.
0: (sighs) Yeah, right.
2: It's, su- it's super vulnerable, right? Are you
0: kidding me? It's, just hard, to sing. it's hard to sing in the car
2: mm-hmm. to your
0: favorite song when even your partner's just sitting there next to you. I know. Because you're like, I'm going to turn the music up louder than my voice.
2: And I really feel like for a lot of people, like our creativity you is you Do you want to do right now?
0: You want to get real vulnerable right now? <laughs> and, ah. and seriously say.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sing.
0: Sing really seriously? S-
2: sing, sing something S-
0: serious. Silent night. That's not serious. I, I know it's not. <laughs>
2: I'm going to challenge you to actually do that. No, man. We'll get to it. That'll be our Christmas episode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Although we are planning a, a kind of a... A big thing for our one hundredth episode. We'll we'll see. We won't talk to say what it is. We'll we'll wait until we. Can yeah, confirm I'm excited because we gotta we gotta c- convince the guests to come on. <laughs> um. All right. Well, uh, was there was there something about vibrators you want to talk about? We got we have about like seven, six minutes.
2: Okay. Um.
0: Because I gotta go to the okay,
2: airport. Okay. Okay. What time is it? We gotta go and we have to leave here in six minutes. 12, now here
0: it's 12:53. Communicate
2: with me about the time that I have to be prepared.
0: Um. Uh, it's twelve fifty three. Okay so that means once it hits one o'clock, we have yeah. thirty minutes. Okay. And then I have to leave.
2: Okay. Great. Um, vibrators. Yeah, no, that's really just I was thinking about them a lot from this like voice practice because I was like, oh yeah, vibration. And a part of me was like, I shouldn't, you know, have to rely on vibration. I was like, what the fuck am I talking about? Like that's just such a that's such a stigma, I think, sometimes that people feel about vibrators I like
0: you shouldn't have to rely on vibration to get well, off all, I just
2: got really excited about the idea of having like a collection of vibrators you know yeah it's been a long time since I got a new vibrator and I feel like I feel like it's time I, it's an investment. I, I don't know why people don't collect.
0: Uh, the the really amazing fun sex that I had on the weekend mm-hmm. was at somebody else's house um and uh, uh, Becca was with me actually, and, um, and in the middle of it, I was like, Do you have any lube? And they were like, Yeah, over in that box. And I was like, Okay. And I get up and like walk over to the box and I open up the box and I was like, God damn it. This
2: There's is a lot of vibrators. A- oh, my God. It
0: was a collection.
2: Cool. Of toys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was, qu- it was quite the box. <laughs> it was just labeled private. <laughs> no lock. She's like, In the box, it says private. I was like,
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is a shoe box. Um, yeah, I think a, I think a, a worthy investment is collecting vibrators. Yeah. You know? And like different types, right? Like you get the Hitachi. You want to go fucking balls to the wall and like vibrate your clit right off. Mm-hmm. Get that. And mm-hmm. then, you know, you've got like the, you've got like the wee vibe. If you want to yeah. like get close, intimate to your partner or some other maybe stranger on the internet. Yeah. Um, you got your... You know, your dildo vibrators, you got your...
2: Well, I'm really thinking more of, like, different frequencies of vibration and also, like... well, that's
0: what I mean. They're all different, though. Like, you take the Wii vibe versus a, you know, um, I don't know the names of, like, some vibrators, Mm -hmm. like, dildos, but, Mm -hmm. but then that versus a Hitachi. Like, they're all different.
2: Yeah, yeah. But, like, and then learning, like, the choreography of when to change vibration... Like when to upgrade, when to downgrade, like how to really...
0: That'd be a cool workshop. Yeah. The right. use of vibration. Like to like to get the most out of your vibration. I'm picking up... Good vibrations.
2: <laughs> I think that's a sex store, good vibrations.
0: Oh, it, it's got probably a fucking thousand of
2: them. You <laughs> I mean I'm not an innovator?
0: No. No, <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it's, I'm sure everyone who, who uh, named their store that thought that too.
2: Okay, before we go for the day, um yep. I wanted to tell you I I want to challenge you to something that I don't think will be like the most obvious thing for you to do. You should take an hour or however long it is and watch Brené Brown's Talk on Vulnerability on Netflix.
0: On Netflix? Mhm. An hour?
2: Talk yeah, she has like on it's Netflix? she's she's basically like a, like a low key. Yeah, it's a keynote and it's hilarious. From where? Um, I don't know. She filmed. It's a pretty small theater. The, I don't see. I think. I think she said there was maybe five hundred people there. But it, it could have been bigger than that. I don't know.
0: I mean, I've seen her. I've seen her. Her tech, TED talk. I've seen her TED talk. You
2: have to watch this. You will laugh interesting she's really funny and um i think she lands some really cool like f- you know science as well about right. you know she's a she's a good researcher you can tell
0: hold on here i've got uh, vulnerability and shame oh my god yes i agree to your cookies My jesus can we just get off it I'm not. I'm using the internet. Of course, I agree. You fucking dweebs. <laughs> right. Vulnerability and shame have officially gone mainstream. In quotes. Okay. Uh, Brene Brown jokes that to comfort her own nerves back in 2010, when her TED talk on vulnerability started going viral, her partner suggested one would suggested no one would ever be googling Brene Brown vulnerability, so she could just relax. Since then, the talk has had close to 40 million views and is one of the top five most viewed TED Talks in the world. Man, I was really, really hoping that would have happened with my TED Talk. Um, well, all...
2: fucking watch this as research for your, like, yeah. your public speaking. Yeah, totally. Also, like... Sh- I mean,
0: I, I absolutely, I'll watch this. Like, this is, this is right up my alley. But it's just so, it's so interesting that, that Netflix released a, a, a talk... That's very, that's very cool. That's very neat of Netflix to do that. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait now to talk to my agent and be like, let's do this.
2: Let's do a Netflix special.
0: Yeah. Uh, Very cool. Sweet. I'll watch that. I will definitely watch that. She's great. She's an, she's an amazing speaker.
2: She's an amazing speaker. Mm -hmm. And it's really, you know, it's got, it's just got some really applicable wisdom to like communicating.
0: Yeah. If you haven't watched your Ted talk, uh, definitely, definitely, definitely go do that. Um, okay, I'll do that. I'll do that this week. Cool. When I have some free time at my either hotel room or either of my fucking Airbnbs, I'm staying in four places over the next five days.
2: Oh God! This is all, this is why I'm stressed. Okay, baby, you need to root. You need to get down, down, oh, down into no. your feet and your legs in and my your ball chakra and in your ball chakra, and just like feel some earth come yeah. into your body.
0: Yeah, I do yeah earth and maybe some booze um okay well i hope y'all enjoy this week's episode it's uh it's a great conversation about we just did an episode not too long ago about sex and disability and we're doing it again um but this time it's a bit different we're hearing from someone who lives with cerebral palsy and what sex is like for them and uh uh jenny was she's she's a delight um and new to halifax and like it's it's just fascinating to talk to someone who lives with um uh you know a pretty major uh physical disability um navigate the world of online dating and like how to you know how to bring that subject up whether to broach the subject or not and um she's she's very funny um and also she wrote a fucking book uh and the book is titled
2: Ghosts of Buckboy's Past eh.
0: Uh, Ghosts of Fuckboys Past And the, the, the Again the author is What's Jenny's last name there? Jill. Yeah or Gillies Or Gillies I don't know Yeah We should have asked her that Yeah but Whatever
2: But you know what Ghosts of Fuckboys Past I mean I, you're
0: only There's only one of those books
2: I really like the illustration on the front It's
0: very cool yeah. It
2: reminds me of like Shell Silverstein
0: Totally 100% Yeah you know? or, uh, or Gregory um, uh, What's his name?
2: The guy who, who, what does he do?
0: Uh, he did the ABCs of, of children dying. Oh, Edward Gorey. Edward Gorey. Yeah, 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 yeah um, totally. Uh, so you can find her book on Amazon. Uh, we highly suggest you go pick it up uh, because chapters won't take it because of the word fuck boy is on the title. Yeah, so. it's
2: a book of poetry, actually. So. Yeah, that's And right. uh, yeah, I so, think.
0: So go check it out. It's, uh, it's very funny, very cute, and uh, I think it would make for a great... Um, nighttime story for your children if you have any.
2: You said it's on Amazon, right?
0: It's on Amazon.
2: Oop. That's right. Okay.
0: Uh, so hope you enjoy this week's episode. We love you all.
2: We love you so much.
0: And see you on the other side. Um, b- before we started recording <clears throat> We were we were talking about um, A strip club In Canada <laughs> Called Studio 10 <laughs> And this was a it, You you reminded me Of of how uh, Important of a role That strip club was So Jenny you, We were talking about Sault Ste. Marie um, And this strip club Studio 10 Was in Sault Ste. Marie yep. If anyone's ever been Through there
2: mm-hmm.
0: They They probably have seen Studio 10. Oh, yeah, yeah. And actually, hold on. Can you keep talking in your mic there?
3: Yeah, of course. I can keep talking. I can talk
2: forever. Oh, Rose, just get comfortable.
0: We're back. Uh, Technical difficulties, figured them out, sort of, not really. But we were talking about Sue, the Sue, (laughs) the Sue, and Studio 10 in the Sue. Yeah. And Studio 10 was a strip club that when I drove from... um, Vancouver to... Well,
2: Salt Spring Island.
0: Salt Spring Island, back to Halifax.
2: Holy
3: shit, that's a really long drive. It was yeah. a big
0: drive. And I did it with uh, my, my good buddy, Andrew. And Bigby. And Bigby was in the car too.
2: Oh, cute. And you took our baby to a strip club?
0: No, we left Bigby at the motel.
2: Whoa,
3: what and, motel?
0: Uh, it was some <laughs> sort of side of the road motel. Uh-oh. Like pretty seedy place.
3: Oh, Shady Pines? Yeah Shady Pines like, Shady Pines
0: We left Shady Pines To yeah. go to Studio 10 Yeah
3: That's like Across town-ish
0: it was, Oh yeah We. It was yeah. definitely It was definitely a hall And um, And uh, Yeah So anyway I was so sh- We went into the strip club There was nobody there It was fucking empty Dead empty And uh, me and Andrew Just ended up like Just chatting with Chatting away with Like a couple of the dancers
2: Yeah Had Andrew ever been In a strip club before?
0: Yeah, yeah. We had gone to Zanzibar before oh, yeah. in Toronto. Toronto. And Ryerson so anyway, days. I was so, I was so like inspired by this experience that I ended up writing a screenplay about a dancer who got into some like trouble at a really seedy motel. That's was, my favorite thing. It was set in Sault Ste. Marie.
3: <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, it had a really sad ending. Oh. Um, but... <laughs> I was really proud of it. It was the first like screenplay I ever wrote. I did really love to read it. It was all based around that little experience it. and those people. And anyway, you came in and I was like, yeah, Studio 10. And you were like, it burned to the ground. It
3: did. It burned into the ground. I mean, I've been living out here since September. So I think it burned in like December. Homefolk, if I'm wrong, you can correct me when you listen to this. Like so, just
2: recently this December. Yeah. 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 I might it- have to
0: go change that screenplay. And add, and add the burning down of the of the
2: will it impact the sad ending no. um <laughs> no I, it makes it a little more dramatic totally. i don't know if you need that kind of drama yeah let's add the, the drama this is pretty drama dramatic you should yeah
0: it's well the, the screenplay is about suicide it's it's, it's fucking it's, a it's dark oh, that it's dark. hurts my heart it's but dark. i'm sure
3: your screenplay is great <laughs>
2: Yeah, we we looked at de- developing it for a minute. We did, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah we were pretty serious about it for
2: now a while. Now I want to read it. I can share it with oh, you. Oh, I'm
0: sure no one will ever I guess, see it just ever. kicking around. Just...
2: So many written screenplays yeah. just on the floor of whatever.
0: Yeah. Anyway, Jenny, uh, have you been to Studio 10? Did you spend much time in there?
3: No. Seeing as I grew up in the Sioux, um, it was like a... Not a thing that a child goes to. Obviously, it's a strip club. But then as I grew up, it wasn't really somewhere that I wanted to go. Like, it doesn't really have a great reputation. The only good thing that I've ever heard about it, and it's burned down now, so I don't even know if this is true. And I actually don't even know if what I've heard is true. But apparently, there's like a really good hot dog stand in the parking lot of the Studio 10. But I haven't eaten... Anything but fish. That's a weird snack. Yeah. For, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah a big phallic snack. Yeah. Right after uh, just
3: have a good old wiener after ha- you go. Uh, yeah. After you had him. your
0: wiener stuffed between a couple buns for a little bit.
2: Yeah. Oh my god. Get no, it? No, I don't. But
0: the butt cheeks when they're doing a lap dance, mm-hmm. their butt oh. would act as the buns.
2: Okay, <laughs> I got it now. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Sunday bun day. Yes. <laughs>
0: there we go. Only on Sunday.
2: Oh, man. So you didn't <laughs> know anybody that worked there? Um, no. I heard
3: rumors of people that I knew working there, which all the power to them. I mean, you got to make money somehow. And yeah. if you are into it and it's safe and somewhat enjoyable and then have a good time
2: we just you- heard a story the other day about um a stripper who had tore her vagina sliding down a pole naked oh my god i oh, know no mm-mm, yeah. no no uh-huh.
0: <laughs> yeah that was uh that, that was a- made my vagina hurt yeah <laughs> just thinking about it
3: oh. <laughs>
0: Uh speaking about what people are into what are you into
3: what am I into? Um, honestly, I don't really know. I've had a lot of people ask me if I've been, like, into anything kinky, and my answer is always, I'm pretty vanilla, because I've never been in a situation safe enough to try anything kinky. Okay.
0: Never safe enough? Yeah. Um, why? Why Why never safe enough?
3: Um, good question. Oh, is this where this
0: conversation is going?
3: <laughs> I make poor choices, apparently. Or oh, no. I'm not really sure. I don't know. Um... I've never had, like, a long-time partner. So it's always just, like, one-night stands or two-night stands. Right. Um, And of those few one- or two-night stands, only two of them have been satisfying in a way that I felt safe, which is really horrible to say. And I say it, and people look at me kind of like you're looking at me right now. Yeah. And, yeah, um. But I often think that maybe it's me and my mindset.
0: Now, when you say not safe, like what? what like I, that, consensual,
3: but not like I not consensual, but like super uncomfortable to mm-hmm. the point where I'm like, eh, this is questionable.
2: Because you're no. not really attra- like the attraction. There's not enough attraction well, there or feeling I of respect. I think it's me.
3: So for the listeners that don't know, I have cerebral palsy. Um but I'm fairly able bodied as everyone in this room can see. Yeah, um, like
0: people can't see this, but you you know, when you uh when you walked into the studio today, you walked in to yeah. the studio today. You don't have a cane, you don't have a walker, you, you right. clearly don't have a wheelchair right. with you today. No. Um
3: and I've never had any of those mobility devices. Um I do have like a leg brace that I wore more as a kid to straighten my foot and I wear it when I'm like hiking but Yeah, so as far as it goes, it's fairly invisible. People often think that I had like a sports injury, which is really funny to me because I'm not athletic in the slightest. (laughs) Right. But they're like, "Oh, did you like sprain your ankle running?" And I'm like, "No, (laughs) I walk like this all the time." And then they like like this. Yeah, and then they feel like assholes, and it's just it's awkward for everyone because I'm never uncomfortable, but I'm uncomfortable because whoever said it is so uncomfortable that they're like squirming, and I'm like, it's okay.
0: Oh, see, that's I find I love those scenarios. I love when someone's like, "Oh,
2: can you not th- cough on me?"
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> what <laughs> no, are you they, sick? They don't say that, but but they do say. I hear all the time. They're like, "Oh, you do you got a cold?" And I am always like, "Yeah, I got a lifelong cold. It's called cystic fibrosis." And
3: they're like, "Oh, god!"
0: And they're like, "Oh, no!" And I am like, "It's okay."
3: <laughs> yeah. Or so, my childhood best friend and my high school English teacher both have CF. Um. So yeah, why? no, no shit. Yeah, so I grew up around a lot of that. Or be like, wow, she must be really sick. And I'm like, yeah, yes, for the rest of her life, yeah. like you are not going to get it.
0: <laughs> the lifelong sickness. Yeah. Um, so your cerebral palsy did like, and and kind of linking back to not not feeling safe. Yeah. Um, do you think that your your CPs played a role in? In that, like in, in sexual scenarios where you, you, you don't feel. Yeah. Yeah. 100%.
3: Um, and I don't, I haven't yet figured out if it's like the people that I'm sleeping with or Mm. if it's me. Um, but because it's super unnoticeable, like my CP is super unnoticeable. I always feel that I have to like divulge it and then wait to see if people are going to be like, Oh, okay. Or they'll be like, Oh my God. And like run away. Mm. Or I had one experience where the guy that I was sleeping with knew that I had CP and we're having sex and he just like decided to try and bend me in ways that I didn't bend. And I was like, ow. And he responded with, you're fine.
0: Oh, no. That's I mean, yeah, that's just that's an awful experience. (laughs) And I was like, no,
3: my mm, no, I'm not false. Wrong. Fake news. (laughs) Not not okay."
0: (laughs) Wow, that's so not something you want to yeah. Like, you don't want to hear that while you're having sex. And if you do, your reaction for sure needs to be
2: Oh, I'm sorry.
3: Did are I... you okay? Yeah. What
0: did I do? What happened? Like, yeah, you like, know, how some... can
3: we fix this? Not yeah. you're fine. And then, but I realized then. What, that was he,
0: what was he trying to do?
3: He, okay, so my, I have like zero flexibility. I am no yogi. I am no pretzel. No, none. And no. this is, this
0: is due to the CP. Yeah, like, so
3: i have um what's called spastic diplegia, so it only affects one side of my body so my left side is the side that's affected but as a result my body my entire life has had to compensate yeah um which is fine a little painful i guess i don't really know Mm -hmm. um to me it's normal but i think for (laughs) other people it would be painful um but yeah so i'm not super flexible so it doesn't matter how relaxed I am. I'm not bending that way. It right. doesn't, it's not happening, but a lot of people get really into it. And I'm like, nope, stop. <laughs> not good. But he didn't stop. So well, that's so
2: fine. eventually, I mean, uh, like in the face of that, I don't know about you. I don't want to assume, but I would be like, okay, I'm definitely not into this anymore. That yeah. would Yeah. Yeah. I, I would. Yeah. Hard.
3: So, so there's that. And, I mean, eventually I was like, okay, get off. You're done now. We're done. This mm. is not fun. But, like, to just be dismissed to, oh, you're fine. And I was like, no, I'm not. And if the roles were reversed, I would never say that to you. But whatever. He's just a...
2: He was not the right lid Yeah, he's
3: not a good fit. I also... Um, I always tell people that I really want to try a sex swing. And people are like, oh, Jenny, kinky. And I'm like, no, like literally more, i just yeah more just, the accessibility yeah like i literally just want <clears throat> to use it cuz i can't so if i'm on the bottom during sex my legs go really weak and i can't like thrust my pelvis up
1: mm-hmm. so
3: i'm eventually i'm not good so i either want like an old people like triangle pillow or a sex wing. Actually, <laughs> I'd like to try both. Well, there good, are.
0: There's like. Sorry, go ahead.
3: A good wedge. Yeah. You know?
0: Well, there there are like legit specific sex um, pillows. Oh yeah, they, I've looked
3: them up online. I just am poor.
0: different corners. Yeah, and they're, like, they're they're very. They, I mean, they're really cool. They, yeah. They would be fucking awesome for like. They would double as a great. I mean, I'm sure they're great for sex, but also if you have kids, the kids would love it for their fort. You know, yeah, like you're making a fort. Uh, hello Fort It would be really great for that Yeah <laughs> Um But the sex swing thing is like You know Is that that sa- Is that that kinky? Like, I've been at I've been at I don't know Every time we've done like a I've been to a sex club There's been a sex swing It's really just a fucking Like four posted hammock
2: Yeah Yeah like, you know It's, it's a support yeah. yeah I would like one oh, Yeah Who wouldn't Who wouldn't
0: want to be like cradled yeah being
2: there's a yoga teacher that we know that has a like an aerial silks type swing <gasps>
1: yeah in, in her
2: home and um every time i see it i'm like that is exactly what i need just rigged up over the bed because yeah. whether it's holding myself up with my arms or my legs or sometimes like my head if i'm you yeah know, if you're bent over i'm like It would just be nice to not have to put so much effort into. Yeah.
3: And I I often think that because I'm putting so much like thought into holding myself up that it's like hampering or is that the word? Yeah. Hampering my ability to like enjoy sex. Not Mm. that sex is unenjoyable, but like it could be more enjoyable if I was more relaxed. But also.
0: How else does uh, specifically the CP, uh, not not shitty Partners, partners, yeah no partners, just like the how CP. Does the cp affect um, your sex
3: so i'm super spastic so like eventually what does that
0: mean spastic so
3: like it kind of looks like i'm having a seizure during sex but i'm not um but like just from my like bottom half down like because my legs are mostly what's affected, but yeah, so it's just like kind so. Of like,
0: like if I'm having sex with you and I look down at your legs, like they would be kind of like jer- like jerking. You, and you would feel it. Oh yeah. It's yeah, just, okay. and
3: yeah. Most people think it's like a fun game, and eventually it is a fun game until I'm like, "Okay, stop. Like I'm exhausted. This is exhausting."
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah it's right. like a
2: built-in vibrator. Yeah, yeah,
3: except except then we get to the part where I don't orgasm, and I'm like, mm. oh. Okay.
0: (laughs) It's like a
2: fatiguing of the muscles. Well,
3: I'm not really sure. So I... It's actually really funny that I eventually found out that I can't orgasm because my entire life, I've been relatively quote-unquote normal. So all of my doctors and neurologists were like, yeah, like everything should be fine. Like you hit all your growth milestones as a, a toddler. Like you're doing really well. You're really mobile. It's all good. And every time... Like as I got older and I was like, like hit pre I was like, okay, but what happens when I have sex mm. and nobody could answer the question and I... Nobody
0: could or nobody...
3: Nobody did. Yeah. And that's okay. And it's not that nobody could because I've had the question answered since then, mm-hmm. but nobody did answer the question and I've since discovered, well, I have a, a theory that... They, so I was always in like a children's rehabilitation center. That's what it was called when I went there. And it was for all kinds of children up to the age, like infants up until the age of 18 who had any kind of physical or intellectual disability, sometimes both. Um, But I think that there might be some unknown ingrained thought that kids with disabilities are A, never going to have a sex life, or B, they've never had anyone as able bodied, quote unquote, as me. So they didn't, they'd never been in the situation to answer the question. Right. And I mean, you can't really tell someone what their sex life is going to be like because you don't know. But I always just wanted some sort of like, like, just like outline of what it would be like. Yeah. Because I wasn't sure if it would be really good because of my, like, the rigidity of my muscles or really bad. I was never sure. Nobody could answer the question. And I have friends that have CP, um, but they all have it slightly different.
0: Yeah, everyone's case is, so, is yeah. so different, right? Like, I mean, I've met so my my friend Andrew Gerza, who's
3: wait the one that you went to studio ten with?
0: Uh, no, another di- different Andrew. Andrew. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, although I would love to take Andrew Gerza to a strip club; that would be so fun. He he's uh, he has CP as well, um, and he uses a power chair. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, and so like to see you and to see Andrew, right? Like, that, those are two very different. Cases of cerebral palsy. Yeah, same
3: diagnosis, but we look totally different.
0: I have a feeling like, and, and, you know, not to like tip this too far into like sick boy territory, but I I have a feeling, um, you know, I'm sure you've told people in your life that you have CP and they're kind of like, what? That's what CP looks like. Yeah, I. It, I thought CP was like yeah, you know, Timmy from fucking like Christmas Park, Carol, you know, or, or, or whatever. Yeah, whatever. yeah I mean, any of them. Uh, um, any Timmy? All yeah, have I thought CP, you were right? gonna say
2: Timmy from Easter Seals. I was like, she <laughs> Louise. Yeah, why Timmy? Why Timmy? <laughs>
0: Timmy, man, all Timmys have CP.
3: That's funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, in ninth grade when I started high school, I did the like whole introduce myself to my gym teacher, be like, hey, I have CP, and there are things that i can't do or if you get me to do and i fall down like don't be alarmed um and i walked up to her and i was like hi my name is jenny like i'm in a gym class and she was like oh my god you're not in a wheelchair hello and like hugged me like i it was some sort of an accomplishment right and i was like yeah no i'm not in a wheelchair you're welcome like i didn't really know how to respond because i knew like the place that she was coming from but also like i've never been in a wheelchair
0: yeah, it's, it's so, not something you know. So
3: I was like, yeah, this this is me. This is uh, this is how I live my life.
0: Turn me on. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. And so, so to come back to the doctors like not really giving you an answer of like what sex is going to be like for you, um, I like I don't know, is, is like it, it, because it can be so varied, because it can look so different. Yeah. Is there an answer to that question?
3: Well, I don't think that there's like a cut and dried answer. Right. But.
0: Like what were you, what were you, what's the answer you were looking for?
3: Good question. I, I was just looking for someone to be like, yeah, um, sex will come to you easily or it won't. I wanted to know if if it was going to be like Mm -hmm. an obstacle or like if it would be something that I was good at because of my CP.
0: (laughs) 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 Okay, so wait, you mean like, do you mean more so like, like people aren't going to be aren't going to be, like, um, thrown off that you have CP, so you will be, like, you will be... No, I meant
3: performance-wise. You meant performance-wise? Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, right.
3: Yeah, I wanted to be, like, like professionally good at sex in the sense that, like, any guy that I slept with would be like, oh, my God, yes.
0: Yeah, like, (laughs) oh, my God, I didn't know how bad I needed a girl with CP. Yeah, exactly. That's fucking funny. That's really funny. And honestly,
3: that's, like, still my goal. I haven't found... That guy, I feel like he
0: exists somewhere. A hundred percent, yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, and it like, you know, not to not to make it sound like that would be some sort of fetishization no of, of, but like a, a i'd love to CP. blow some
3: dude's mind strictly because i was born premature yeah like, yes, yeah so, yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, never like uh, are the words premature and blowing some guy's mind yeah typically <laughs> like, used in the same sentence <laughs> yeah or
0: born all, all of those words or
2: anyway. there's yeah. a really great like a really great play on words there <laughs> yes um Did you find a sexual mentor who could answer those questions for you? Um, Oddly enough,
3: kind of, via the internet, Mm -hmm. um, while I was in Halifax. So, last Easter, I came to visit. I have a friend who was going to Dal, so I came to visit her. Um, I was tired of all the snow in the Sioux, so I ran away. Um, And (laughs) you guys surprised me with no snow. It was great. Um, But... So I I have a friend who has Crohn's and she writes about her Crohn's um, and she like put me on to this um, disability community in the UK that was looking for like guest bloggers. And she was like, you write, Jenny. And I was like, I do write. That's true. And she was like, they're looking for bloggers to write about their CP. So the blog that I wrote was... Um, essentially about what it's like to live in the gray area of disability so like my whole life my parents were like you can do everything like you're great like go you but also like the other side of that is if i push myself too hard i sleep for like four days and like can't move Mm. so but like i'm just like everybody else so that's basically what the Mm. premise of my article was like Mm -hmm. um but in that forum there you can ask different like professionals things so it was just shot in the dark and it was like ask a neurologist a question so i was like i'll just put it out there and see what happens so i asked if any other if they had heard of any other cases of cp or had any other people pose this question um if when they're having sex it's really good it's really good it's really good and then all of a sudden it's not good and like i'm gonna puke on you Mm. Like, literally just like that.
0: And this is something that you found common?
3: Like, every time I've had sex. Is that
0: coming from... But, is that coming from just the exhaustion?
3: Well, I'm not really sure. Okay, so, okay. So, for, for a while, I thought it was like an anxiety-based thing due to all the poor choices I've made. Um, but then I realized that during masturbation the same thing would happen and I'm of no danger to myself oh no shit so I was like do
2: you use a vibrator or do you just like manually masturbate well
3: manually and
2: a vibrator both um, have the same effect
3: they they both have the same effect so I asked the neurologist and she was like this is really interesting she's like I have no idea so I'm gonna do some research and I'll get back to you Hmm. so a few weeks later she got back to me and she said that she found a study in switzerland i think maybe sweden i can't remember the exact country but um the study found that both women that had ms and cp uh noted this and from what the the researchers could figure out was that the pain and pleasure receptors in their brains were, like, overstimulated. So they didn't know if we were having fun or if we were in danger. So it just uh. resulted in nausea.
0: <clears throat> so it's just going into, over like, overdrive. Yeah. And your brain just going, uh... Yeah, too much, too yeah.
3: much. Yeah, like out. it's good, it's good. And then they're like, oh my God, I don't know. Just stop. Maybe if we vomit, they'll stop. That's interesting.
2: <laughs> I wonder how, how similar that is to like the, the, the feeling or the the process of like exercising to the point of throwing up, you know, because it's like there's exhaustion built into it. There's definitely like dopamine being released yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, you know what though?
0: I, I, I don't know. I have thrown up from working out like a few times in my life. But every time I've done it, it's what it feels like physically is that it's coming from um, <clears throat> the the sort of like up down, up down up down of the diaphragm so rapidly oh. that it's kind of putting it's kind of putting like a, a, a sort of queasy sensation like seasickness in, almost. Yeah, almost like that. And so it's like you're, you're breathing so hard that you're like, oh, I, I just now have to like, like, seize everything in my stomach to, like, vomit. To hold things in place. Yeah. Like, because it, it... And it's I, it's the same thing of, like, when I cough so much that I end up throwing up. Right. It's the same thing. It's like, I'm coughing so hard. There's so much tension or seizing inside my, like, my abdominal
2: mm-hmm. b-
0: organs that I just... Uh, the, the sensation of throwing up just, like, happens.
3: It's also a lot of, um, like pressure or like pressure
0: work. and mo- yeah things yes. moving around like yeah. it's just it, it just it's like you know it's exactly what you do when you gag it's yeah. that same it's that same reflex so yeah. but but maybe you're right i don't know like maybe
3: i don't exercise enough to know that
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: me neither
2: yeah. um but I, i guess i'm just curious about like where where that fatigue starts like is mm. it because your muscles are engaging so much like um or is it is it is it something that you could uh, practice? Yeah. Like what if
0: you? What if you? Hypothetically speaking. Yeah. What if you just ragdolled, and you were like, "Take me," and then and then like the person you're with just like mounts on top of you. You don't do anything. You just you just take it. Maybe
2: some nice oral.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I like, do
2: love oral sex. Could okay. A lot. Could okay. you get?
0: Do, do you think that so, would cause this thing? We're,
2: so. I
3: haven't had, I haven't been in a situation yet to figure it out. I have a few theories. The neurologist who I asked the question to, she said, um, maybe I should try like less aggressive stimulation. And I was like, well, that would like work, maybe. I'm not really sure. I once had a dude like finger me with my pants still on, and that was good. And I was like, first of all, you're magic. The fact that I can feel this is, I don't know what you're doing with your hands, but keep doing it. (laughs) And second of all. This is, like, this is good. This could go on for longer than if your hands were, like, inside of me. Mm. Um. So I have a theory that she might be right, the neurologist, that is. And, um, yeah, I don't, I'm not really sure. It sounds
2: like you need a a, a, a person that you can practice on a regular yeah, basis so with. so
3: I have this, like, lofty dream, <laughs> um, which is really funny because I was, before I got here, I was listening to the episode of that you guys did with disability on sex, mm-hmm. or disability and sex rather, or on sex. Yeah, at this sex point. on disability. Yeah, I mean, works um, but you guys were talking about the podcast forum, and some one of you two said something about like if you have a podcast idea, and I was like, me, I have a podcast idea. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I tell my friends this and they laugh at me like because it's something that I would think of. But I have an idea that I'd really like to like go through the entire Kama Sutra Mm -hmm. as a woman with a disability and rate it. But like do the position, like have an episode about it, have like have the same partner for every position, have him rate the position with me being the partner and then like. I don't know, maybe that can help someone. Obviously, not everyone is as able-bodied as I am. It's a great idea. It's it a great idea.
0: segment. Like it's yeah. A, yeah it's, it's, it's a really solid But idea. also,
3: like, they don't talk about people with disabilities having sex. That's like mm-hmm. not a thing. And that's my soapbox. And it's really annoying because I'm like, yes, I'm a woman with a disability. Yes, it's sad. It's not really sad, but some people mm-hmm. look mm-hmm. at you like it's sad. But I'm like, also, I have a sex life. And like, I have a job that I'm really good at and I'm really, there are things about me that have nothing to do with CP, but also it's always really surprising when I'm like, oh yeah, like some dude I hooked up with. People are like, what? What? You did what, what now? You, you have, have CP? Sex?
0: You have sex? Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is quite astonishing how many people even just fail to recognize the fact that like, you know, and I say it time and time again, it's it's the thing that we all do. Love to do, yeah. And I know it's that that's like a general brush, desire. and I know that there's some people out there who actually don't like to have sex yes. or whatever. But, but if you're if it was down to a numbers game, ninety nine percent of the fucking population loves sex love or loves some or,
3: kind of like arousal or stimulation. Exactly,
0: and yeah, and people with disabilities are no different.
3: Yeah, it's you just know? it might look different. Your or grandparents,
0: you... no different. Yeah, and Your exactly. mom and dad, no different. Like yeah. ev- everybody out there. Has that has that yeah. same urge that you do? Yeah, and you know?
3: that's fine. Um, I just had to. Yeah, I don't know. It's just really funny. I also didn't have sex for the first time until I was twenty one. I think.
0: And you're now twenty five.
3: Twenty five, yeah. <clears throat>
0: so it's still like, kind but of, I had so
3: like that would be like actual like penis in vagina sex. Mm-hmm. I'd had dudes finger me, up, finger me, and feel me up, and it was. As enjoyable, right? But like, I was like a little bit scared of like penetrative sex, only because all of my muscles are so tight. Mm-hmm. So I always tell guys, if okay, so I'm like conducting a social experiment, unknowingly. Well, now I've just announced it, so anyone, <laughs> yeah, you just <laughs> announced no. it to but the it's world. Okay. So, but, yeah. um that's totally fine maybe someone else can conduct this experiment if they have something but so i don't ever know and i've had no guidance on this um but i don't know if i'm supposed to tell guys that i have cp like i'm at no
2: disclose
3: like yeah it's weird i feel like i have to disclose it and anytime i tell someone that they're like well jenny you don't have to disclose it i'm like no but i do i have to disclose it so that i weed out the assholes
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's one reason to potentially disclose it. The, the way that I mean, I I am a big fan and advocate for disclosing what you live with and what you're dealing with. Yeah, because it is such a like. All right. Let if I went on a date this evening. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going to. I'm going to do what most people I would assume do on a date, which is you show up. And you want to present to them yeah. the best version of yourself. Yeah. You want you want them to see you for who you really like hope people see you as. Yeah, right? and exactly. And so for me, living with CF, <clears throat> that's made me who I am. That's played a massive role in who I am. Yeah. And I'm very proud of that. And yeah. like I wear it proudly. And so, yeah, I'm going to fucking... I'll... I will gladly talk about the fact that... Oh, yeah, me
3: too. I'll talk someone's ear off if they want to listen.
0: Regardless of whether or not I've turned it into a career. Yeah. Or or like that's my part of my life now. Yeah. But I feel like with someone in your case, it's like, why not disclose it? Why, Why have any shame towards disclosing it yeah. why fee- why like why have someone say you don't have to tell them that
3: yeah and like i'm i think they're doing it in the sense like who the people that tell me i don't have to do it they're doing it in the sense that i don't have to like prepare someone to be disappointed yes. by me which yeah. that's totally fair but also for my own like sanity I need to know that the person I'm sleeping with at least knows what they're getting into because there's a good chance they actually physically won't get into me. Mm -hmm. So I often tell guys, I joke that I'm like Fort Knox. So if you can get into me, good luck.
2: (laughs) That's pretty funny. That's very similar to like women we've talked to with vaginismus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Except it,
3: so from what I know about vaginismus, it's super painful. Mm. Whereas for me, it literally just doesn't happen. Like it's not, it doesn't hurt. Uh, it hurts when they jam their dick into your pubic bone, but like other yeah. than that,
2: but it just wouldn't go in. It wouldn't go in. It'd be like a closed door
3: situation. Yeah, and then eventually, with some persistence and patience, mm-hmm. and like usually, I think it's funny just because like I'm not do. I'm not like some. I've had some guys be like, "What the hell are you doing this?" And I'm like, "Well, no, like, yes, it's my body, but like." At this point, like, my body's doing its own thing. Yeah, I'm not like, controlling it. Yeah, like, I'd love for you to be inside me, but my body says no, so no.
0: Interesting. Does that come Does that come from specifically the CP, or d- does a part of that play into the the anxiety of, like, ooh, here we I go? I
3: haven't figured it out yet, although mm. I've had sex with one guy that I, like, 100% feel safe with, literally we could do anything we haven't done much but like we could and it took him a while to get in me Mm. he like thankfully laughed it off and like which i'm always just scared that which i think this is like on me and my own body image issues and that's fine having issues with my own body makes me feel more normal than not normal because i feel like so many people so many like average people also have issues with their body Mm -hmm. whereas i'm just like frustrated that mine doesn't work the way i want it to in given situations i'm sure you know all about that yeah totally um but yeah so i i don't know if it's an anxiety thing or if it's a physical thing um but like sometimes like I can't even get my vibrator in me, and I'm like, "What the hell? I meet like, hello, yeah. <laughs> we're attached." Yeah,
0: <clears throat> I mean, it, it would it wouldn't be much of a surprise to 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 hear that it, that it's like pretty much stems from the cerebral palsy, you know? Yeah, what I mean? like,
3: well, especially because it's <clears throat> cerebral palsy is like muscular. Yeah, um, but I all it's funny because I just always had that in the back of my mind, like, mm. what if I can't have sex? which I didn't like I thought about sex a lot in like a very science experiment way as a kid like knowing whether or not I could have sex so the first time I had sex I was like I was talking to this guy and I was like so I want you to have sex with me and he was like pardon and I was like we don't have to be into each other I was like I think you're like outwardly attractive but like you don't need to fall in love with me i just want to know if i can have sex and i'm tired of waiting and you're here so it'll be a science experiment and he was like okay
2: (laughs) cool that's pretty cool yeah
3: Yeah. so if i could approach every sexual encounter like that being like hey let's figure out if i can do this or if you're not an asshole maybe it's a social experiment who knows yeah um that would be really fun and i would really like that but i also I don't know how well that would go over.
0: <laughs> what does dating look like for you? Like, are you are you doing the, you know, the typical, like, Bumble, T- Tinder yeah, sort of thing? Yeah, it's or? a fun
3: social experiment. So, mm-hmm. since moving to Halifax, I've gone on quite a many dates. I didn't do it at home because I know everyone at home and also I'm related to a lot of them. So, I, like, had to get out of that and into a new city. But, yeah, I've gone on quite a few dates. Um, only... One of them has resulted in sex, which was fine. Um, But, yeah, most guys are okay with it. I don't know. It also, like, so usually I do, like, the typical, like, coffee shop date. Mostly because I just want a coffee shop hop. Because there's a lot of really cute coffee shops in Halifax. There sure are. Yeah, like, so many. So I often am like, let's go for coffee. And depending on how the conversation's going or, like, the guy's personality sometimes i don't even bring it up because i know that this isn't going to go any further than the coffee that we're drinking Mm -hmm. so it like and i don't really care if they know that much about me which sounds rude but honestly i'm not wasting my time telling someone about my life when i'm never going to see them again yep that makes sense um but yeah i i think dating is really fun and i i'm super social (laughs) so i like i like getting to know people um yeah have you ever been in love That's really funny. (laughs) I said the words I love you to someone for the first time this week.
2: Oh, my gosh. Whoa.
3: Yeah. He doesn't live here. Okay. Um, But yeah, um, have I been in love before that? Uh, I thought that I'd been in love. Well, I think I did love him. He didn't... I think I just loved him and he and I were friends and he maybe doesn't even know that I love him. But yeah, but I said, I love you to another person, another guy this
2: week. Yeah. Do you think if you lived in the same place, you guys would be together? 100%. Okay. What did
0: he say when you said, I love you?
2: Actually, he said it first.
0: (coughs) Oh, shit.
3: Yeah. So he said it first. um, Oh, wow. And... He actually texted me the words, I love you, which was fine because that's how we communicate. And I process things much better in writing. So I was like, this is totally cool. So naturally, he texted me and I like had a little bit of a meltdown. So I like (laughs) called my best friend and I was like, fuck, I don't know what to do. Like, I didn't see this coming. I mean, I did see this coming, but what do I do? And she was like, Jenny, you have to respond. And I was like, no, no, I don't. it can so, wait so i took three days
2: whoa
0: whoa man, well like the-
3: we had been like talking for those three days but i just like ignored the part where he said i love oh, you okay, okay. so Still. actually i said out loud like i texted him back and i was like i hope that you mean that because um it's important and you've never said those words to me and we've been friends for a while so i'm gonna trust that you mean them but also know that those three words scare the fuck out of me so if you're if you want a response you're gonna have to wait so I took three days and I wrote a balls to the wall Nicholas Sparks mushy I love you response oh, back. Oh,
0: Wow. And Where does he live?
3: I'm not somewhere somewhere somewhere, that. somewhere
0: else somewhere <laughs> somewhere far away. Like okay, let me let me put it this way: uh, is he's like he likely would have to fly here? Yes, one hundred percent. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All okay. Right. All right. Yeah. I'm all like, I'm all, I'll I'm tell all you the whole
3: story when kitty. we're not recording. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so dating's fun. And like, I'm open to meeting new people and trying new things. Mm-hmm. It's just for me, it really all comes back to the whole like feeling safe and feeling like mm-hmm. when I say, hey, stop, they're going to stop.
0: Mm-hmm. So th- let's come back to that safe thing then, because now I feel like we have a lot more context. Yeah. We got into it pretty early. What would, what for someone out there listening right now who's yeah. like, man, Jenny sounds like a real catch. Like, She's on the I,
3: market. <laughs> I'm going
0: gonna, I'm gonna to hop on Tinder today and see if I can like swipe and find her. Yeah. What would it... And then that person finds you and then you match and then you guys decide to go on a date and then you decide, all right, this is going well. This coffee is going out good. Yeah. Great conversation. Let's go back to my house. And then we're about to have sex. So let's say all that is happening. Yep. What would... What would make you feel safe? What what would constitute as like a safe environment for you with someone that you've that you're like newly about to engage in sex? Well,
3: with? first things first, it needs to be in their bed and not mine because when I have sex with strangers in my bed, my bed then feels dirty. No offense to the stranger.
2: Okay, um, right. seems reasonable to me.
3: Yeah, yeah, so it has to be in their bed, and then they just have to be. First of all, they have to be willing to laugh. I've had a lot of guys that like, I don't know, take sex seriously. And like, I mean, yeah, it's like a no, I'm lying. It's not anything important to me. It's just like a like sex doesn't mean I love you mm-hmm. in my world. Sorry, Ooh. boys. Um, It's
2: just like a. And it doesn't have to play out like a romance. Yeah, film. no, we
3: can literally just have sex. And If it's good, we can have sex again. And if it's bad, then you're just like, that was not good. And I'll say, Okay, bye. Yeah. That's and that's fine. Like, I first of all, they need to be honest. I like dead honesty tell me that was the worst sex you ever had, or the best sex you ever had, or the most meter mediocre sex you ever had. I just need to know for my own like scientific data. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, right. For the, for
2: the, uh, yeah. Do you pull out a survey at the end of...
3: Sales? No, but I should oh, write should. one. I'm gonna now. <laughs> you, you guys can thank this. Any I guy's.
0: would love that. Yeah. I would love Right. that.
3: Like grocery stores give you a survey totally. and like restaurants. McDonald's gives you a survey and I am far classier than McDonald's. I'm tell- so you best believe I'll be pulling out a survey. Honestly,
0: I'm telling you right now, if if I if, if I came home with someone this weekend and we had sex and they pulled out a survey after, I would be so game to fill that out right then and there with them.
2: Yeah. I'd be like, um, Holy just so you fuck. know, this session will be recorded for quality yeah. purposes. Yeah. Um, before the sex yeah. and then afterwards. Uh, quality like, and
3: training purposes. Exactly. <laughs> <That's so laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So they so, just so have they, to be they honest. They need to be
0: honest. They need to be, have a sense of humor. in their yeah. bed. Need to not take it so seriously.
3: Yeah. Um, well, because like my body, the sense of humor thing is super important for their comfort level as much as it is for mine, because my body doesn't do like what the average body does. You're not going
0: to bend the right way. Yeah, I'm not going
3: to bend the right way. The
0: doors might be closed for the evening.
3: Once I was on top because I really love being on top, but my hips do not spread. So like I can't be on top forever, but because my hips don't spread. And I'm not flexible. I need to attend some
2: yoga classes, Bridie. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that's a great idea. <laughs>
3: um, but yeah, I was on top. And all of a sudden, my hips locked. And I fell off the bed. Like, I fell off the dude onto oh, the oh floor. And I was dying laughing. Because, like, that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, he also laughed okay, and he was good. like, oh, my God, are you okay? I was he like,
0: yeah. was like, oh, no, the CP got her.
3: Yeah, he was like, can we try that again? I was like, yeah, let's try it again. I was like, but maybe, like, let's move over so <laughs> I have a chance to, like, fall off of you onto the bed, onto the
2: floor. <laughs> That's where, again, that uh, swing would be super helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Even just to h- use your arms to hold yeah. yourself yeah. up. You. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, <laughs> so that, yeah, those are the things. You just have to be willing... I guess essentially for me to feel safe, it, you just have to be willing to work with me in the sense that I call it the shots mm. Mm. <laughs> and not in like a... Not
0: necessarily a, like a, a power dynamics dog no, sub no. thing. It's more of like a... You know, I know
3: how my body works yeah. and you're sticking your dick in places and directions and bending me
2: in ways that don't work. So I'm
3: going to tell you to stop. Yeah. But I'm also going to tell you it works.
2: It's it's really irked me when you said that the person responded to you being uncomfortable in that way or or not happening cuz I've had that a couple of times where I don't know if it's supposed to be like playful or if it's supposed to be sort of in that dominating like playfulness yeah, no, it's especially. You. It's not like if I go uh that hurts like yeah. you know someone's like grab my arm or whatever yeah. in in the context of sex and yeah. I'm like ow and they say something like i i don't know that just like doesn't
3: or they just ignore it and keep going
2: mm-hmm. yeah i it just immediately makes me infuriated yeah and i felt that when you said that mm-hmm. i was my whole body was just like Ugh. ah
3: yeah yeah there is a level of disgust so, yeah, yeah. That, anyone who's having sex with anyone that's listening to this, if someone says ow or makes a noise that makes you question their comfortability, maybe stop or like ask them what's going on.
2: I think sometimes people get embarrassed when they do something that hurts you. And they yeah. you know, I know, I remember as a kid one time, I was like totally wrestling with my sister and she, I, my older sister and I kicked her and Ooh. I kicked her in, in the boob. Oh my gosh. ow! Yeah, we were in the, on, the, on a couch like fighting. Yeah. And she was like, she had like totally put her hand up was like, stop. And I felt immediately embarrassed. But my reaction was like to kind of make it look like I was going to do it again. Yeah. Which did not like, Go was well. not the response yeah. that you That's should really do. Works. But also you were young. Now you know not to do that. But I still do feel like the same kind of embarrassment. Like if I if I do something, someone's like, ah, what are you doing? That hurts. I'm like, oh, yeah. Damn I it. once
3: gave my, Fuck. when I was giving my first blow job, I used my, teeth mm-hmm. i don't know that i like i wasn't aware i didn't do it on purpose oh, And the man. guy was like ow and i was like fuck i'm so sorry
0: yeah <clears throat> i had an experience like that the other day yeah and it uh ow was right mm-hmm. Ow was yeah. right you know what though i didn't say ow i just was like this has to stop and then i i stopped it yeah because i knew that there i knew that it was all teeth or nothing
2: i had somebody like literally motorboat my vagina thinking that was good oral sex <laughs> And
0: was he was he dressed up like a
2: clown? <laughs> no, he might as well have been. But it was it was oh, not fuck. Uh, like I get that like sometimes like a little vibration or like a little like okay, but even not, sound like yeah, a humming sound that. but not but a raspberry. No, no. I was so
0: oh, dude so yo yeah, when this when the mics are off, off you gotta tell me who the yeah. fuck did that that's too funny do I, I once... know who that is was that, has that been like in the recent years
2: uh yeah in the recent years yeah I sure. once I'll tell had you later. Oh, a guy <laughs> that's so funny a oh, random shit. Tinder guy
3: <laughs> was in my bed once and he was like okay so for all the listeners I also don't shave my legs great not well for a few reasons a because having cp and a razor is like not really the safest venture Mm -hmm. i've recently discovered that i can do it if i'm in a cloth bathtub which sounds really pretentious but i can (laughs) grab on to the edges of the bathtub (laughs) oh got it yeah to to, like pull whereas like if it's like a you know just like a peasant bathtub as i like to call them (laughs) you can't like grab on to anything um so right now my legs are shaved But normally my legs aren't. So this guy was like all uncomfortable that my legs weren't shaved. So at first, like, like right then I was like, oh, you have to go. Like if you can't handle hair on my leg, like get out of my bed. But then he was like feeling me up under my shirt and like was, I swear to God, he was trying to pull off my boobs. (laughs) And I was like what the fuck are you doing? Those are attached. And he was like, didn't stop. And I was like, get the fuck out of my bed. So I literally just kicked him out of my house. I was like, I'm done with this.
0: Oh my God, man, what is up with people out there?
3: And then the next day, I bent over to tie my shoes and I couldn't bend over because the bottom of my boobs were so bruised that when I bent over...
0: Oh my God! Yeah,
3: it was bad news bears. It was not good. But
2: yeah. It's like, we almost need a very specialized sex worker that works with young uh virgins who like really want to like yeah, yeah. really want to yeah. yeah i mean i mean Only and I only say that because we should all be able to communicate about sex and be like, does this feel good? And what can I do? What would feel good? But we don't we aren't all born Some
3: people are just really bad communicators Mm -hmm. in general when sex isn't involved.
2: And I feel like a a really like a a specially trained sex worker who could just be like, "Okay, here's the proper way to ask that. And without it being threatening to their ego, you know, Venus
3: Envy,
2: do this this class. That's a really good. Yeah, exactly. Uh
3: Good point.
0: Um, but before we, we wrap it up, I, I, there's one question that I really, really want to ask, which is, um, you know, we've spent upwards of almost an hour here talking about living with cerebral palsy and having sex and, and trying to navigate that world. Um, and you seem like you're, you know, you're doing that in a very, um, <clears throat> in a very like open and and somewhat like successful way you yeah. know you're finding you're finding your way through yeah what what would you what advice would you give to somebody who's out there who is living with uh you know a, a physical disability or some sort of like physical limitation and and hasn't yet crossed that line to be like i'm i'm going to um, explore my own sexuality because yeah. this thing has been holding me back.
3: Yeah. Um, first of, first and foremost, play with yourself. Figure out your own body. Mm. Um, masturbation is cool. All the kids are doing it. I hope. <laughs> um, and. Second of all, know that above all else, you deserve to be safe, but you also deserve pleasure just because your body works differently than the body of your parents or your friends or your siblings. You deserve pleasure just as much and you can find it. You just have to find it in a way that maybe looks different than what your friends tell you their sex lives are like. Mm-hmm. Um also porn is good, but also porn's really weird for me because there's not any. It's all able-bodied people mm-hmm. as far as I can tell.
0: And if there is anything that's not <clears throat> not able-bodied from what I've experienced and seen, it's like it's all fetish.
3: Yeah, and that's based. not like yeah. I'm a human being who maybe potentially just yeah. likes vanilla sex, but also I'm a person with a disability, so seeing myself in porn. But also the new Netflix show special
0: Mm. yeah i haven't seen it yet. oh my
3: god it's so good okay so i actually thought of you the minute that i watched it which sounds really creepy does he
0: actually have cp yes after? okay because i yeah i was i was when i was watching it i was going either he's really good
3: yeah no he or can't. he
0: actually has CP. he has cp that's i thought so that's yeah good. That's so nice. i
3: thought of you when i was watching it because i was listening to your sick boy episode on five feet apart yes and how you said you'd never you'd never <clears throat> seen yourself
1: like portrayed yeah. in the
3: media or like represented in the media and you said that and i i was literally standing in my kitchen making popcorn and i was like huh me neither but like whatever no big deal and then like a couple weeks later this show comes on netflix and i watched it i've watched the entire thing and i sob Bob. every yeah. single time yeah. because it's 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 so relatable like mm-hmm. for those of you that haven't seen it yet or won't watch it you should watch it it's really good but yes he really does have cerebral palsy and no i'm not a gay man so our sex experiences are different but like the scene where he has sex I'm just like you Mm. beautiful creature Mm -hmm. like you deserve pleasure and you deserve to feel appreciated and attractive Mm. and I just yeah I think you also just I've come to realize that I just need to stop giving a fuck like in the event that I disclose I have CP and someone's an asshole it doesn't bother me but I've noticed that <laughs> if they make it past the stage and we go on a date and it's good and then we have sex, they're always still kind of hesitant and always like, well, whatever, fuck. Like, I warned them. It doesn't matter. Mm. So, like, they knew what they were getting into and it's, it's it- honestly not my job to make you feel comfortable with my disability. Mm-hmm. That's on them at that point.
0: It, now just to play devil's advocate yes is it do. on them or or you know it's like the it's like the the person who makes the joke about the uh, oh you're like you must have a cold and then i i hit him back with yeah i've got a lifelong cult it's called cf yeah and then they're all of a sudden like oh, oh, fucking yeah. uncomfortable and it's like well no, no no like let's work together here yeah
3: like we don't to have to be back Ebony. to where we were yeah. before
0: any of this happened right yeah Like, maybe there is a little bit of teamwork. Yeah. And
3: I'm all about, like, community education and Mm explaining to people Mm -hmm. what it is. But, like, usually I do that on the date or, like, during conversation. If I have Mm -hmm. to explain something to you while we're having, like, no, I'm naked. I just want to feel good. Like, I don't want to make you feel good.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. But also, you know, it's a social experiment. If you're looking know, at it like a social experiment. I know. So, so
3: like, it's a double-edged sword because I'm like, I want to feel safe. And like, yeah. to feel safe, like people need to be educated. But at the same time, I'm like, fuck everything. Just yeah. just have sex with me. I mean,
0: I, I honestly, like, I think that you're in some of those situations, some of those scenarios, it's like you're, you're kind of, <clears throat> you kind of have a, an added... <clears throat> Um, a, sort of an added consent conversation. So it's not just, it's not as simple as like, is it okay if I touch you here? Or is it okay if I do this? Mm-hmm. And you know, like what you can easily do and in, in in the middle of having sex and it can be very sexy. Like, oh yeah. Th- there's anyone who says that, you know, having those conversations while you're fucking is not hot is just, They're... just doesn't know how to communicate. Right, yeah. So, but with you, there's like that, there's an added part of that that could be very sexy of like, I know you have C P yeah. and you don't bend certain ways. Is this okay? Or yes. should I just leave you? You know what also, I mean? Also, like,
3: I'm very responsive to touch. So mm-hmm. I'm like super reflexive. So if you like if you were standing in that doorway and I was looking at you and the room was quiet and then you said my name, I would still jump like three feet in the air. <laughs> because hmm. it's just the response. Like I scare so easily so people love it but i've also realized that i hate being touched for that reason Mm. because i don't like the feeling of like oh my god i'm gonna die like i'm being attacked when really i'm not Mm -hmm. but i have had one experience that i loved and i haven't like figured out how to like bring this into conversation without people looking at me weird and i think that's on me but also i'll figure it out but the guy that i was sleeping with um he, we talk about it often um, when dealing with, like, older people or people with intellectual disabilities. If you're going to assist them in any way, like, you parallel talk with them. Mm. So you tell them what you're going to do while you're doing it so they mm. can anticipate it. Um, I had a guy do that once during sex, and I was like, holy fuck, that was the most enjoyable thing. Because I knew, like, I don't like surprise. Like, don't touch me if i'm going to be surprised like tell me exactly where you're going to touch me so that i don't react in a way and like knee you in the face Mm -hmm. yeah makes sense that
0: can be hot even just with able no seriously
3: but like he did it and i never like that was my first experience with it and i was like holy fuck i need to work this into every single sexual encounter totally yeah
2: yeah especially if you're prone because of the cp to have like uh, a lot of extra tension in your body yeah. then then you don't want to be jumping and yeah no because like i'll
3: break your face if i need you <laughs> yeah uh, and i'll apologize but like also sorry not sorry yeah <laughs> didn't mean it
0: uh jenny this was really fun i'm so glad that you that we were able to make this happen i feel like this was a long time coming you you yeah. you'd, you'd applied like a long time ago in january Holy shit. Yeah, in wow.
3: the airport in Toronto when I was stuck for three days. Yeah. I was right. like, yeah, I right. was listening to you guys. Storms. I was like, shit. I was like, this would be a really good podcast. I was like, I should email them. The worst mm-hmm. they can say is no. And then you didn't say no. And here I am. Yeah, here we You're welcome, are. world. Months <laughs> later.
0: Uh, well, thank you. Thanks for coming in and, and sharing the chat.
3: Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me.
0: And thank you all so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Like always, we'll be back next week with another fantastic, fantastic episode. Uh, But in the meantime, you can go over to Apple Podcasts, uh, leave a rating, leave a review, hit the subscribe button. Do all three of those things and And you'll have a better day. And then...
2: Go on over to patreon.com slash turnmeon mm -hmm. and subscribe with your dollars. Yep. We got a few cool uh, tears happening there. Not tears like crying tears, but tears like Levels tears. That's right. That you can sign up for. And uh, we might even send you something in the mail.
0: Something, I mean, like, you might be something as simple as a postcard. Might be something as salacious as a secret item that we are sending out to people that... <laughs> I don't want to say what it is because it's a secret. <laughs> uh, but yeah, turn me on Well, I was actually going to say patreon.com slash turn But if you want to go to our website, turn And if you want to send us an email, turn me on at gmail.com. And if you want to hit us up on Instagram at turn me pretty straightforward, folks. Yeah, pretty straightforward. Just, just, just reach out. Podcast, just Google it and you can find anything you need. <laughs> uh, and uh, how do
2: I give all my money to turn
0: uh, Alexa, just, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't ask her that. Okay. Um, uh, and if you do want to give us all your money, we will we will gladly financially dominate you. Just uh, e transfer all of that money to TerminalPodcast at gmail dot <laughs> And maybe Brady will show your tits. I don't know. Just putting it out there. I don't know.
2: <laughs> we are making zero promises, but let's <laughs> well, show me your money. I guarantee it. Okay.
0: Uh, and uh, big thank you to Rich Coin and to Sorry Emily Sori, for the music and the show. We love both of you guys. And uh, two of my favorite Atlantic Canadian artists, if you want to check them out, they're all over Apple iTunes. Uh, you can... Go check it out. Actually, Rich got Rich O'Coin's got a new album dropping very soon, in a couple of, like, in a week or so.
2: Very fun dance music, folks.
0: Fuck, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. That is it for this week.
2: It sure is. Until next week.
0: Go fuck yourself.